Welcome to A Better Covenant Podcast, an arm of the teaching ministry of Dr. Felix Idolo. We pray that this message will bless you and lift you up as Dr. Felix Idolo brings you deeper insights into God's covenant with us. And now, here is Dr. Felix Idolo. I welcome you again to A Better Covenant Podcast. And uh, we are talking about entering into the blessings of God, the provisions of God for our lives. And uh, we looked at Mark chapter 9. And I want to go back to Mark chapter 9 again and read those interesting statements that Jesus made. Uh, Look at Mark chapter 9. Let's let's read from verse uh, 17. And one of the multitudes answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. And he answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit turned him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came up unto him? And he said, Of a child. And oftentimes it had cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. All things are possible to him that believes. That's what the scripture says. If you can believe God, everything is possible. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3, uh, verse 20, Unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to his power that works in us. So the ability of God is put to work by faith. And uh, we see here that the disciples could not cast out this evil spirit and effect a cure in this little boy's body. And this, uh, I believe he's an adolescent by now, uh, in his body because of their unbelief. Their unbelief short-circuited the power of God and the power of God could not work in that situation. And Jesus begins to give us more insight into that situation. And uh, he said, uh, when the man came to him and said, oh, if you can do anything, help help my little boy and uh, cure him. What did Jesus say? Jesus said, well, let me read it to you from the Concordant Literal Translation. It says, why the if you are able to believe all things are possible to him who is believing. In other words, he will say, why are you doubting God? There is no reason why you should doubt God. God has already given you his word. This man was a member of the Abrahamic covenant. And God has already told them in the, in the book of Exodus that if they will hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord their God, then God will not allow any of the sicknesses or diseases of Egypt to come upon them. And then he declared that I am the Lord that healed thee. God already given them his word. And that's why Jesus said, why are you doubting God? You have got no reason to doubt God. You've got, you've got no reason not to have faith in God because God has given you his word. The Bible says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. What he has said, he will 
do. So there is no reason why we should doubt God once God has given us his word. Faith, the eternal foundation for believing God for faith, is the word of God. Once God gives you his word for a situation, then you have no doubt you, do, you have no grounds not to believe God. And this is what Jesus was telling this man. He said, why are you doubting God? Why the if? You can believe. And that's what I want to focus on for a little while. You can believe God. Faith is not something for the super spiritual. Faith is not something for some spiritual superstars uh, in the body of Christ or in the human family. And the rest of us cannot believe. Faith is natural to every one of us. We are, we were created by God, who is a faith God, and being created by God in his image and likeness, every human being on earth is a faith being. The only problem is most people are not utilizing their faith the way God wants them to, to, to utilize their faith, faith. They believe in, in the wrong things, and I'm going to prove that to you in a moment. First, let's go to Hebrew, um, Hebrews 11. Uh, verse Hebrews 11 verse uh, let's read verse 3 I just go to Hebrews 11 verse 3 here it says through faith we understand that the world we are framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen we are not made of things which do appear so this is the writer of the book of Hebrews talking to us here it says faith brought the entire world into being so through faith through faith, we understand that the worlds that we see today, the entire planetary universe that we see today, the worlds as we see today, we are framed by the word of God. Now, this word, this uh, word used here, word of God, the, the Greek word there is rhema, which means the spoken word of God, God's word that was spoken. And we see that in Genesis chapter uh one. When you go to Genesis chapter 1, and you see, uh, and God said, and God said, and God said, and every time God said something, the world, uh, uh, creation came into being. Every time God spoke something, creation came into being. And that's what this scripture is talking about. It's running a commentary on Genesis. Let me just go to Genesis and, and, and Genesis chapter 1 and just bring that, bring that out. Uh in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void and darkness upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And that's how God brought things into being. Every time he spoke, things came into being. And you can see that this phrase, and God said, is used 10 times in the entire book of Genesis chapter 1. And God said, and God said, and God said, and every time God said, whatever he said came into being. And so this scripture tells us in Hebrews 11 verse 3, that that was the faith of God speaking. That was God's faith speaking. That was God's faith speaking. And, and, and then we go to Genesis uh, chapter 1 verse 26. We see something there again. It says, and God said, that's it again, let us make man. He never did anything without first of all speaking it. He never did anything without his word spoken out of his mouth. That's how you see. That's the first thing we see about God in the, the whole Bible. The first thing we see about God 
is that he's a speaking spirit and he does things with his words. And that's why the Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 3, by faith, the entire universe was brought into being by the spoken word of God. In other words, God is a faith God. And he accomplishes things with his words. His words release his ability. His words release his faith. And then we see in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, And God said, Let us make man, man, this word man, in the, in, the, in the Hebrew is Adam, which is just a generic word for all mankind. That includes you, that includes me. Every human being that is in this world is included in that word man. Let us make mankind in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. So God created man here in his image. Now this word image, uh, in, in modern Hebrew, this word is also translated a picture. In other words, God created man to be a picture of himself. To be a picture of himself. That's how God designed you and I to live on earth. Our lives should be a reflection of God. In other words, to be a picture of who God is. A, an exact duplication of a kind. That's like looking at yourself in a mirror and you see a duplication, a duplication of yourself in that image. It's a reflection of you, you see. And that's what God was saying there. Let us make man in our image. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Likeness means to be like us. So God is a faith being, is a faith God. Human beings consequently must be faith beings. You see, this is why Jesus was telling this man with the, with the epileptic child, you can believe God. You can believe God because we are faith children of a faith God. If you go to Romans chapter 12, I want to go down there. If you are a child of God, and then the Bible says God has dealt unto us the measure of faith. I want to look at that. Romans chapter 12. Uh, let me, let me uh, verse 3. For I say through the grace that is given unto me to every man that is among you. He's talking about the church now, which consists of people that have given their life to Jesus, born again, and have the life of God in them. He's talking to them now. He says, I say to every man that is among you, uh, not to think himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. God has given to every man among you the measure of his own kind of faith. So when you got born again, you gave your life to Jesus, the life of God came into your spirit. And in that life of God is the faith of God. So that's why he's saying you can believe God. There is no human being who cannot believe God. We are all faith creatures. We are all faith creatures. And uh, all that the devil has been able to do is to get that faith in reverse. We'll see that in my next podcast. All that the devil has succeeded in doing is to get our faith to walk in reverse gear to what God intended from the beginning. And when we do that, that faith cancels out the word of God. It cancels out the provisions of God so that we cannot enter into those provisions. But every human being is a faith being. 
Every human being is a faith being because God is a faith God. And he said, I'm going to create man in my own image to be like me. If he is a faith God, then we are faith being. And this is why God was saying, Jesus said to this man with the epileptic child, why, you, why, why the unbelief? Why the if? You can believe God. Right where you are, you could have believed God for the deliverance of your child because God already gave you his promise. And so wherever you are right now, if you are sick and circumstances are piling up against you, then you can believe God right where you are to turn things around for you and God will begin to uh, use his power on your behalf to turn your situation around. Use that power in your body to heal your body and use that power in your circumstances to give you victory over the problems and, and situations that you're dealing with. And so we look at uh, Psalm 23. Let me go to Psalm 23. And uh, it says right there, Psalm 23. Let's look at that in Psalm 23. Yes, I'm right there. Psalm 23. Sorry, Psalm 33, not 23. Psalm 33. Look, look at verse 9. For he spake, that's God. It's talking about the faith of God now. For he spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. Uh, the, the literal translation says he spoke and it was. Whatever God spoke in Genesis, we see it came into being. He spoke and it was. He commanded and it stood fast. That's the faith of God speaking. God released his faith in words. And you know, that's how God designed us to live our lives. Faith is always released in words. The words that we speak are either releasing the faith of God or canceling out the faith of God. And that's what the disciples did. They spoke words that canceled out what God had already told them. Jesus already told them, go ye into the world and preach the gospel. Jesus told them that. Go and preach the gospel and then uh, cast out evil spirit, heal the sick. Jesus already giving them the command to do it. He never told them, do it to some and you don't do it to others. He said, go out there and preach the gospel to the nation of Israel. And as you go, um, cast out evil spirits, heal the sick, raise the dead. Freely you have received, freely give. That's what Jesus told them. But they went out there and began to say things contrary to what Jesus told them. Jesus said, go and do it. They came back to him and said, we couldn't do it. No, Jesus never told them, you'll be able to do it in some situations and you won't be able to do it in some situations. He said, go and do it. Go cast out these evil spirits. Preach the gospel. Heal the sick. Cast out the evil spirits. Raise the dead. Raise the dead. Freely you have received. Free all, freely also you should give. And so they, they should have done that to that child with, the, with epilepsy. They could have cast that evil spirit out and, 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 and restored healing to his body. But they said, we could not do it. And that canceled out what God has said in their situation. And so faith is released in words. God released his faith in words. We are also to release our faith in words. And so we should declare, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The more we declare what God has said, the more faith comes. The Bible says faith comes, Romans chapter 10 verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more we speak it out of our mouth, the more it will build faith in our spirit. The more the faith is built in our spirit, the more it will come out of our mouth and the more the ability of God will be released. So we are faith children 
of a faith God. God is a faith being, and he created human beings to operate in the same faith that he operated in when he brought the universe into being. And so um, we are supposed to understand that. We are supposed to walk in the reality of that and say, I can do all things. I can believe God in my situation. Whatever my situation is, I can believe God. And how do we believe God? By knowing what God has said about our situation. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you can believe God in your situation. You can exercise the faith that will turn that situation around. You can exercise the faith that will bring healing and health into your physical body. Don't say, I can't do it. Say, I can. Never say, when God says you can do something, never turn around and say, I cannot do it. Because when you say that, your words are nullifying what God has said about your situation. So when God says you can, never say, I can't. Jesus told this man with the epileptic child, you can believe God. He could do it. He didn't have to bring his child to that to that to, to, to the disciples in the first place. He could have believed God in his own home. He could have stood upon the word of God, and that evil spirit would have left that child. But he didn't do it. And so you can stand on the word of God right where you are for your healing. You can get a hold of your Bible, look it up, check what the Bible says about your situation, and stand on that word. And that word will turn your situation around. You can believe God. And so we'll end it there today until I come your way again. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make you continue to operate in his grace, in his mercy, and in his loving kindness. And the Lord Jesus Christ himself, head of the church, continue to keep you. Amen. We trust that this message has been a blessing to you. Be sure to join us again for another refreshing episode. For additional information, please visit www.abettercovenant.org or email us at abc at abettercovenant.org.